All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Diggy A2 podcast. I'm your host, Rob D, a.k.a. Rob Diggy, B.K.A. Rob D, in the place to be with a special, special guest for this playlist that we call the new class, which is for uh, independent artists in different parts of their career. And I don't know if you all recognize this backdrop behind me of this gentleman here who is a hip hop legend, goes by the name of, as government name, he probably gonna kill me for this, government name is Stanley House, but you all know him better as Flesh and Bone. Now, the first time that I actually heard Flesh and Bone uh, as a solo artist was on his Thugs album, way back in November of 1996. I was one of those dudes that went to Sam Goody uh, when I bought the CD, my brother was like, ah, oh, man, I don't know about that. And I was like, yo, what's Bone Thugs? It's going to be dope. So I put the CD on. I kept listening to it over and over and over again. And the only song that I that I resonated with the most was the North Coast song. So the North Coast song, I looped it, like literally looped and looped and looped and looped. I love the sample. I love the uh, him bringing his brother in. He was like, yo, I'm in the session, man. Who hit me up? I was like, yo, I remember all that shit, man. So uh, I say that to say this, that... If it wasn't for me and, and the queen having the dream of creating something that is good for all walks of life, all platforms, uh, that it has brought me to this moment in front of this gentleman, you all, uh, of flesh and bone. So I give you all uh, a royal welcome of this gentleman here that we call flesh and bone. And flesh, what's good? Talk to the people, man, and uh, tell them what's up, my good brother. What's happening? Check it, check it, Mr. Diggy. What's going on, brother? Thank you for having me. Everybody out there in Kansas right now, tuning in all over the world. Thank you. Rest in peace, all our soldiers, our fallen ones, Shock G, Mr. Greg, DMX, our re recent uh, uh, fallen soldiers. And uh, um, well, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here, Diggy. And uh, 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 blessings to you and your family and those that help you guys put the together what you're doing right now it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to sit here and uh and uh and uh speak with you sir thank you brother man like i am i, I told you before we started taping like i'm starstruck i can't believe i'm sitting in front of flesh and bone like the dude i grew up listening to man like this is crazy for me yeah, right now so. but you know putting all that aside you know we got to get to to business and the reason why um we reached out to you flesh is we wanted to hear your particular story of the um the indie route so you went the indie route you, mm -hmm. stay, you stay with the fellas for a little while you do some shows here and yes. there, but you decided to go to indie route and you figured this out early on in your career back in 96 absolutely solo project um so yes. i want to talk about uh just we'll break this up into pieces the past present and the future and okay. i want to start in the past so uh how True. was it uh with you doing music with your family uh with bone thugs and harmony what was that experience like you know, going well, you, beating Easy E and then going to yeah. stardom and like, what was that process like? Right. So you know, we had to be able to have a uh, we had an upbringing as toddlers. Um, our parents were musicians in the sense of being in bands. My aunties and uncles um, were in bands, and they used to have these studio sessions where they would take us into the studio where a whole full fledged band, yeah. microphones instruments and all of that stuff i have early early memories of being electrocuted by these microphones right i'm i'm like four years old and i'm grabbing a microphone and but i'm grabbing it the wrong way and uh, and, and and i'm literally being shocked and electrocuted by the damn microphones at like four or five years old it's really amazing experience but you know and I, my auntie and i'm grabbing the mic like no you got to grab like this and then um uh, 
a long way from today's microphones. I'm telling you, wireless mics are the best. You don't get electrocuted by a wireless mic. No doubt. No but doubt. but uh, but we were brought up. Um, um, our family. Uh, they used to wake us up in the middle of the night with these doo-wop harmony sessions that that rubbed off on us. The Motown and you know listening to you know the Jacksons, uh, um, Diana Ross, and um, and all of these uh, uh, old old uh, Motown greats would be. Uh, 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 waves throughout the house and everything and they used to wake us up out of the sleep and we used to come join them and singing these uh these beautiful songs and whatnot well that rubbed off into us and then around nine ten years old we started rapping okay. this is when run dmc and the beastie boys and uh um well not the beastie boys but grandmaster flash and all of them <clears throat> in the early the late the late 70s going into the early 80s and then too short we actually got a dose of two shorts in the early 80s and all of that all that that stuff started rubbing off on us in the early 80s okay and then here come yeah and then here come the beastie boys in the early early uh, to the mid to the late 80s you dig and run dmc and ll cool j mm -hmm. um um and all of that stuff and then so we started rapping around 10 11 12 years old and uh you know me mr stephen and of course you introduced me and i love my name mr stan house is one of the greatest names that no, no but uh um, um I, I love my name to death man and i i feel sorry for who feel ashamed of of, of what their what what their parents named them no matter what you you gotta love yourself government you name to. or nickname always, whatever always, brother, you, no have to love yourself. you have to love yourself so you know me and little stevie aka lazy bone and uh, a, uh me and charles aka mr wishbone and anthony aka crazy bone we started a rap group at early. We were teenagers, like 12, wow. 13 years old. Wow. We started this group called the, the Band-Aid Boys. Okay. And so we're in, so here we are, elementary school, going into junior high school. We're riding, and uh, and uh, we got this amazing chemistry. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That style evolved when Crazy Bone went to prisons, and when we had in our early um uh, high school, ninth, eighth, going into the ninth grade, crazy got arrested, came back. And when he came back, he came back with this sick ass tongue twisting harmony ass flow. Right now we had some real sick flow. But when Craig went to prison and came back, he came back with this one rap that was so sick. And it was like he wasn't breathing. It was nonstop flow. And it went something like this. He was like. Well, it's the nigga, the nigga, the nigga, the once again, the nigga that pick up the pin and they try to continue to launch something like that. Yeah. Right. So he came back spitting like that. We was like, yo, whoa. And that, that kind of like propelled us. And everybody came back with their own tongue twisting harmony. So the only difference between us tongue twisting and a twister or a bust rhyme tongue twisting is that we got harmony in. Mm -hmm. We got harmonized. We sing. It's not just a it's right. not just a constant tongue twist of the tongue. No. We put a little bit of harmony. That started coming in our style around uh, like uh, uh, mid high school when we went from Bone in uh, Band Aid Boys to Bone Enterprise. Now, I'm playing basketball, I'm playing baseball, uh, running track and baseball and all that stuff. Top notch uh, uh, academics and as 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 a as an academic scholar, be it that as it may, because I kept uh, 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 at least uh, from from a three point to a three point. Five, but I dipped to a 2.8 at one point, but um, um, I was real huge on my academics and I was also real huge on my scholars. And uh, all of that chemistry made up the, the driving me to, to, to push the line as an innovator, as a creator, mm -hmm. 
and to continue to, you know, I had, I had to have some with the street smarts and the book smarts and the athleticism and the musician in me all came in hand to hand to make up what I came up to consider, contribute to Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now I got into, so I was in the middle of college and we uh, had just released uh, uh, Bone Enterprise that had came out and we were going into the summer of my freshman year. I just completed my ace, my freshman year in college okay. um, was was selling drugs um, and then got caught up, got caught, got arrested, had to go to court instead of going to court. Um, um, I skipped bail and I went in and, and, and running from the law, man. I decided to run to California. OK. So, so I end up in, so I end up in California and while I'm in California running from the law in Cleveland, I'm doing my rap thing. I'm doing my sports thing. I'm working. I'm doing all this type of stuff. I'm hustling. But the main thing that it was the entertainment, it was the, it was the, it was the entertainment business. It was the rappers, the actors and all of that stuff that drew my uh, conscious to the fact that, that if Bone Thugs and Harmony, if the Bone Enterprise was supposed to make it, it wasn't going to be in Ohio and Cleveland. It was going to be in California. So that's what it was. I was bumping elbows. I was going to events. I was going to to, to the to the same um, talent shows that we were winning. And I would, you know, I was in talent show. I went to a few talent shows out there, a few concerts, event over there. And I was like, yo, the music business is popping out here. This is where we need to be at to make it. So I get on the phone with the guys, I get on the phone with Lay on the payphone, actually. And I told him, yo, man, you Y'all, y'all got to come out to California. This is where it is. So we took that. I went back to C- Cleveland to get them. We went back to California. And while we're out there, we're 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 uh, we're uh, auditioning for people. We're actually pulling up on celebrities' house. We're making them nervous. A lot of them, you know, uh, 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 um, we're performing in people's front yards, forming everything. And the only one that gave us the light of day was easy eat. We called his office. We was calling his office for weeks, for weeks. The secretary had explained that he was on the road. And when he gets off the road from touring that she promised that he would call. And he actually, he literally called us back when he was on break from tour. We auditioned for him. I spit a rap for him. Cray spit a rap. Lay spit a rap. Busy spit a rap. We all shared verses with him on the phone. He was like, yo, this shit is dope. I want to sign y'all. I want to fuck with y'all. Where y'all at? I'm on tour right now. I'm actually finna be in Cleveland. Can y'all come open up my show for me? And we was like, hell yes. <laughs> we got there. We made it to the show. We opened up the show for him. And it was, we went through a little hurdles to really, really get things kicked off. But we, we ended up, as soon as Easy e got off tour, we ended up back in California uh, recording Creeping on the Come Up. So it took a lot of vision, a lot of hard work. I was only 18 years old when I went to California by myself. Mm-hmm. At first, uh, escaping the law. You did yeah. what I'm saying? That turned into having a vision. This is where, as a rap group, if we're to make it, it ought to be in California, it seems. So that's what we made happen. Easy E picked us up. And um, we've been on and we haven't looked back ever since. And the whole situation, you know, and we took the whole hood with us. No sooner, no sooner than Creeping on the Come Up came out, we flew all of our homies that was rapping in Cleveland, in the hood in Cleveland. We brought their asses out too, and we put them on too. A lot of success came from that. Two True Graveyard Stiff, yep. um, 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 Aftermath, um, uh, Trey, uh, uh, Poetic Hustlers, all of them had significant success on Mo Thug Records. And uh, still to this day, and even right now, I'm looking to do a, a more comp- more compilation, more t- talent signing such as that as we, as we did, and, uh, and, and understanding that 
we can be signed to a major label at the same time. We were independent as well, uh, acting as our own CEOs and, and uh, owners of record companies. Still to this day, as an independent artist, I'm on my own record label called Bone Thugs and Harmony Records, and 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 it's still growing to this day. That's so so so, but basically, basically, Easy put us on. It was one of the best things, and uh, he was a pioneer. Uh, he showed us the ropes. He was the marketing design. He was a photographer. He was a videographer. He was the engineer. He was the executive engineer. And rest in peace, also to um, uh, Mr. Uh, 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 Jerry Heller, because if it wasn't for Jerry Heller, none of that stuff would have been brought to brought to the table. I learned so much from Easy E and Jerry Heller and the staff that they had surrounded him. I hated to see him go because I pretty much particularly didn't get along with the with the with the after Easy E passed away, I I didn't too much get along with the new staff that was brought on to uh take over the business, even though they did a great job in upbringing in, in a career of Bone Thugs and Harmony and seeing it all the way through through six entire um studio albums. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I kind of like felt that they, that, you know, dealt me a, a not so square deal when it came to even though I, even though I was rough at rough on the edges, you know, dealing with my bouts of addiction with Sherman, all of that other stuff. I think they could have dealt with Flesh Bone a lot more better than what they tried to do with respects of, you know, you know, the reasons why, you know, you don't see me on a lot of the album covers except creeping on the come up because easy he did the creeping on the come up album and a lot of this is in my new book i'm working on a new memoir right now flesh hey, and bone okay. yeah flesh and bone tells this story as a member of bone thugs and harmony of from my point of view from your point my of view, opinion yeah. my heartfelt experience of, of the of the life story and success of bone thugs and harmony and this and i think it's good no one can be a no no author in the world that can tell the story the way i can so i'm writing it myself and this is, you know, officially in the next uh, five to six months, I will be an official author, uh, a licensed and published author. We'll see about that. And uh, no, I'm not going to reveal the title of the book yet. Just in the next couple of the next couple of months, be on the lookout for my new memoir as well. That's that's part of the story that, you know, the part of the picture that the. Uh, um, that I think that's long overdue. I should have written this book a long time ago, but I decided to wait because I don't think it's and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony is still here, healthy and alive. And we have so much music that we're working on right now, solo music. We have motion pictures working on. So I kind of like think it's kind of like still too premature to write this book, but I think I need to get it off my shoulder because like I say, I think we got uh, right now, even though I'm only 47 years old, Man, it's like I got another 47 of years. Of, I, I truly humbly believe that God created me to be a voice in this world for some particular reason that I'm still finding out till today. I'm still finding out today all of my purposes in life. You'll spend the rest of your life trying to find out all of your hidden talents and bringing those talents out and honing them and mastering them and learning how to be the master craftsman that God created you to be. And I enjoy life to that extent because you never know what you're going to discover you being a creation, you yourself, Diggy, your wife and your family. And you guys came out of the mind of the almighty God. Yeah. That speaks volumes compared to your own hidden potential. And that's where I'm at right now yeah. in my crossroads from here or whatever the case may be. I have my inceptions. I have my beginning with Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I think this is somewhere in the middle, but we got a long way to go, bro. We yeah. still got a long way to grow, especially, like especially of, um, with the growth. No, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. 
No, I was gonna say it sounds like you still got a lot of fire in your belly still, flesh. You got no, no, it's not like belly still, man. You ain't you sound like you ain't done yet, man. You sound very passionate, <laughs> and uh, that 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 gets me just listening to you. It's like Absolutely. I gotta keep going. I gotta keep pushing. Like I, I want to get better at the craft and meet more individuals and interview them and and, and have them oh, drop yeah. some knowledge on me and my audience. You know, to stop standing in place, man. Gotta keep pushing for even if you're Absolutely. crawling. Even if you're crawling, keep moving, keep moving. Absolutely. Don't, don't stay stagnant, man. man. I so, swear to God. But what I was yes. going to say Even was you crawl um, when we talked about you guys, so shout out to 36 and Brimstone, who was on your episode. Uh, okay. Ago, did a fantastic job. Uh, with, That's what's up. Okay. With the story of um, the impact that you guys had on the Midwest is unmatched. And that was one of the things that we zoomed mm. in on. Uh, for you all starting out in the Midwest and then going globally, I mean, Bone Thugs is a global conglomerate. Like everyone across the globe knows who you are. Um, and just being able to do that That's and represent the Midwest the way you guys did it. Uh, we talked about that in the episode. But one of the things that you mentioned in what you were talking about just now was although you kind of started, well, not started, but Trent said it rather, uh, you know, the quick tone, the rapid fire pace of, of rap, you guys had harmonies with it. And that was what made it different. That was the difference, I thought. Right. And it's still, it, people have tried to emulate it, people have tried to do it, but they don't do it like Bone Thugs and Harmony have done it. Mm. And have not, I've, I told everybody when I did the episode, you guys are one of one. There is no one that can do what you guys have done, and no one has done it as effectively since. So I'm going to put that on the record for everybody to know that. So, uh, yeah, you guys mm -hmm. did something incredible and continue to, you know, spread your seeds out and everything. And, and the story's incredible. So oh, I yeah. can't wait to get those memoirs, man. I'll, I'll be first in line to get that book. Hope oh, yeah. to you and get an autograph. You know what I mean? It's hooking brother up you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah that there you go that there, there you go that we gotta have that we gotta have that that's just that's a special that's especially we gotta have that man right so there, let's fast forward to yeah. the present flesh let's talk about this ep behind me do you let's talk about that how did that come mm. about um before we even get to that you dropped mm -hmm. a single um in 2018 called who that and when i heard who that right. i was like yo this is dope like in order to oh, get yeah. who that you gotta know about the beastie boys you gotta know what about you gotta the know about the beastie boys and right. I thought that was clever that the way you flipped the beat and how you was rapping over that. And then you and I heard about heard this EP. I listened to this before we even started going on. And I was like, louder's yeah. dope. Crazy stuff. Do yeah. you already famous? Dr. Frankenstein. I mean, truest. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is yeah. so fire, man. So talk to right. the audience about how you came to produce this EP mm -hmm. in particular. Um yeah. what motivated you to write that music? Well, you know, that's, it's been, it's been in the work for the, before it came out, it was, you know, I got, I, first of all, I have a ton of music in preparation. Okay. I've never, I've, I never take a track and rush it, for example. And then as a producer myself, yeah, I take my time with it. I'm like Leonardo da Vinci when it comes to my creative ability and capability. Right. I may start a work. I may start a body of work and try to complete it at least halfway, yeah. but I need to be able to live with it no matter what it is. And every track on that record is a testament to this. And every record that I have out coming right now for with, that, with the new single dedication and those in the future to come. So basically the creative process, I, I don't rush it. Okay. When it comes to the production side of it as well, and especially when it comes to the writing side of it. Okay. And there's also the mixing and master side of it, because Absolutely. those engineers that come in and uh, and everything, everybody of work consists of a team, yep. even to, even down to the writers. Yep. I get in there and I flesh and I pin 
most of everything, but I need ideas. I love help. I encourage assistance. I encourage other people's ideas. So I share my music with those around me, those that I consist to be my assistants on every level because I need to have your opinion. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? What do you think about this? And I take all of that information and then I go back to the drawing board and I finish the work, even if it's two years later. You dig what I'm saying? I may sit on a track a year or two before it's finally complete, but that's my work. And that separates flesh and bone from all the other um, um, uh, 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 rappers and, and producers of the world. Because what you get is people bragging about how fast they can write a song. <laughs> You're not going to write a heartfelt song. You're not going to do anything of significance in 10 minutes. That's Shut facts. that shit up. That's facts. And keep that's that facts. shit on the shelf. That's facts. I mean, you're, you're not going to do anything that's going to touch no one's heart in a span of 10 minutes, ripping some gibberish off the top of your head, talking about freestyle. Now, mind you, we all freestyle, but that's nothing to brag about. Your real body of work is going to take some time and investment, especially yeah. the investment of your thought process and you better get other people in, in, in line to give you some advice about it. One thing about people, which also separates flesh from the rest, is that most people refuse to accept any type of criticism. All criticism is, 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 is a jab. And you know, no, no, no. Constructive cr criticism, especially the ones that hit home the most, is the ones you should be giving more thought to. Absolutely. It's not an attack. It's not an, an attack. It's advice. Trust me, it's advice. And you hone that advice. So that's what it is. You have a team of writers. You have a team of producers. You have a team of people. Uh, just, uh, with the, with the, the Find out who your strongest critics are mm -hmm. and get their advice. Yeah. Find, uh, yeah. find out. You, you, you want to know who's going to tell you the, the hardest truth? Is that maybe somebody, you might know somebody that don't like you or that think is a hater. No, do me a favor. Go ask their advice about some of the work that, no i'm getting i'm, I'm getting at all you, of brother. those songs from louder from louder all the way to the last track on the song um a uh, a uh, 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 criminal uh uh now you good brother I'm sorry let me uh i'm getting the phone call right now i, yeah. I got to, no no i got i got to decline let me let me decline and then uh i'll get back to them later hold on let me make sure that you pump pull back in no you good um, brother. i hope you they good. don't try to call back but, you're good, you're but good. all of those, all of those rec, all of those records, bro, and even to the visuals and the, the videos that come out, um, consist of uh, team, a lot of teamwork. It takes a lot of teamwork going in there, and the creative ability to be able to dig deep in a topic. Yeah, and it's down, like from all, and you, you can take all nine songs on that that EP right there. All of those songs took. Uh, a, a real, real creative effort going into, yeah. you know, and then that's like, a, I know I may talk a little shit about the, the, that's not to knock uh, the creative uh, uh, process of anyone, none of my competitors, none of the people that's out there selling okay. it. You're yeah. right. And whatever works for you works for you. But I, I don't agree with how a lot of these people, and you can hear it in the music, bro. A lot of this stuff that you hear right now, streaming, radio, whatever, mostly streaming, not too much so the road. The radio still kicking butt too. You can never knock the radio or whatnot. Right. But um, uh, a lot of it, uh, you can tell in a 
almost 80% of the music that you hear that's uh, that's shoved in your face by these dinosaur record companies today. I call them dinosaur record companies today because you pretty you know, you pretty much don't need these record companies anymore, but they're no. signing no. In, in everything and <laughs> then they force feeding it to you and you can tell that it is pretty much garbage. Garbage to the extent that, that they just found this person from West Bunfuck nowhere and they just, you know, they just just rushed them out there and just because they got the resources to put a million a million dollars behind the streams and and, and 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 shit like that whatever the case may be you can tell a lot of that shit is forced and a lot of it sounded like with respects to that you know and I, I love the trap genre the trap music is great and all that stuff too we didn't tap into a lot of that stuff yeah. whatever the case may be but i feel like a lot of it is rushed and you can tell when well, you can when you when you get a body of work and it doesn't make you revisit it again and again and again and again then it's 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 like there no heart went into that no thought process went into that and uh i like to say that everything that i put out that uh, 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 like that's a piece of my soul right there bro that do you album is a piece of my soul and uh and that's exactly what i was feeling and what i was going through at a time when i'm like trying to get everybody to not get everybody because what what, what i'm on is that i'm an independent thinker okay. so i'm telling you i'm gonna do me right Look, as long as I'm not trying to do you any bodily harm and affect you or your way of life, it's you, your way of life. You pursue your path of happiness, how you so choose, how you so fit. Yeah, uh, 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 then you should be free to do that. Do you, goddammit, best way, do you by all means necessary, man. Do you, we don't okay. just do you. Be free, goddamn, be fucking free. That's what's up, hey, man. be free. Do you? That's and that's what that that's what that album means. Do you? God damn it! And that's what I'll tell every and anybody, whatever the case might be. I was just afraid. Now, what the fuck is you afraid of? Because some politician told you, oh, you can't come to my concert, motherfucker. Get the fuck up out your house. <laughs> go to a concert. Go to a baseball game. Go see some fireworks, man. Go yeah. go eat a hot dog at down the street. Get there just because some politician told you don't go outside. You're not going to go outside. Get the fuck out the house and do you and be you and be a man and be a woman and grow. God damn it. But that's the whole that's that's what inspired that that, it, that concept. Yeah, that's what inspired that the, the that whole record right there, man. And uh, I got a whole uh, uh, a slew of great uh, 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 albums, singles and videos and visuals and and great assets and assets and photos and whatnot to follow, man. It's like, yeah. man, because they this whole thing, this whole thing just lit a real fire up under me, man. It I can did. Tell. It did. I can tell, it, brother. It, it, I can tell. I hear the passion in your voice, man. So yeah. that in mind, flesh. I want to transition into the future. So mm -hmm. the questions that I have um, is well, the first one is a simple one, and it's why. Why do you continue? to make music what drives mm -hmm. you to continue doing what what drives you to there's not a lot of hip-hop artists that from your era that are making music you know what i mean so what what is driving you to continue yeah. To make music? yeah and you know that's one thing to, you know answer answer your question you know i always thought that um i'm like damn a lot of uh artists that I grew up, not only grew up off of that, that are in my, for example, same age bracket, yeah. be it that as it may, maybe a little younger, maybe a bit, little bit older. Um, they kind of like, it's like, you know, I kind of like, you, you, uh, I still wonder um, why have they stopped being active when it comes to 
their craft, um, right. uh, 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 making music. Right. And it's still, I still can't figure it out. <laughs> but for, but for me, but for me, I understand that, like I say, my creative gifts, I'm say creative gifts. God gives me a vast range of potential, human yeah. potential that I hardly tapped into only not even a percentage of it. I say I probably tapped into maybe about maybe 10 or 20 percent of the talent that God graced me, which one of them, which is a musician as a producer yeah. and a writer or what may be a part of some of that stuff. Um, and then, uh, for, of course, uh, 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 working on a book, I'm trying to become an official author now with the release oh. of, 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 a, of a new memoir. And it's only going to start there because I plan on writing uh, a bunch of uh, motivational pieces. They might not be extent as, as extensive as, as books, but some type of motivational realm that I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. I However, I um, the, th the thing, the thing that that the fire that sparks in me that keeps me uh, creatively uh, uh, active is the fact that um, um, I realized a long time ago that I was doing something good. A lot of people um, at some point tried to shame shame me into thinking that I was doing the devil's work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I said, "How can I be doing the devil's work when?" Um, um, I'm using my own uh, resources and creative ability, and it's my intention to do good. Right. And then, how is it? If I'm doing the devil's work, then how the hell is it? Is it the devil blessing me, or is it God blessing me? No, it's God blessing me. So I had to shake that insecure, um, um, uh, insecure feeling of being shamed into exploring my God-given gift. God created me to be this rapper that I am today. Absolutely. I believe that. Absolutely. God created me to, to contribute to this world and the, the, because it showed up what the, the, the goddamn devil, what I did was benefit God's creation, had nothing to do with Satan. Right. Which a lot of people tried to shame me into, oh, you ain't, you doing the devil's work. You the devil. No, I'm not. Get the fuck out of my face lying to me. No, I'm doing God's work. Yeah. So that inspires me to keep going. And I think that's why a lot of people feel as if they, they quit because they think they're doing um, something other than God's work. But it's God's work. The moment I understood that the, the, when, when, the, when, it, when it came to me that, uh, that the, the music that we were doing had touched other people's lives and had inspired other people uh, convinced me to keep going and not only keep going, get invest more time, money, and energy in it. Absolutely. And 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 continue to to try to write songs, even though you got to write about the drugs and the pimping and the hoeing and the yeah. guns and the bullets and the and the, and the dirty politicians and the dirty cops. Don't get me wrong. You got good politicians and good cops out there, just like the whole yin and yang with the thug with the thugs and the pimps and stuff like that. But you know what? As a poet, as an artist, you have to write about all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I agree. So that's one of the things that keeps me going, like even going into the future. And, and, and I'm going to I'm going to forever create music. 
That's one thing for sure. The other stuff that comes along with it, like I say, I've created other businesses and thanks to California. If my other businesses weren't heavily regulated, I was tapping into other other, other situations on, on how to become a, a revenue, an a, 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 a entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to be in an environment where there aren't these crazy tyrannical restrictions in order to do that. I need to be able to create a business. I do not need the government telling me what I can and cannot do with that business. I don't need the government putting these nonsensical regulations on my businesses. That I also understood right now, too, because I don't know. I may have a future in some type of uh, political arena. That's not to be said. I don't know yet because I need to understand fully as long as I'm dealing with people's liberty and freedom. Yeah. That might be the way I go, to go because I don't want to be like these politicians that trying a lot of people to get them to be a constituent and lying to them and putting handcuffs on them mentally yeah. and not allowing them to be free thinkers. So that's yeah. another thing. A few, that, that, that's another situation that the future may be calling me in that direction, but we shall see. Um, but, uh, but, but, uh, but what, yeah. what, what else? Is there any... Um, other projects that you're thinking about doing or any collaborations mm-hmm. that you can speak of? I know some artists, you know, uh, oh, yeah. know things that got to be hush hush. So what can you let us know that you're mm-hmm. working on uh, in the future outside of your, your memoir you're talking about doing? You're still doing music. I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still continue to support that. Absolutely. Music. I'm a fan. Uh, so the more music you put mm-hmm. out, brother, I'm going to be right there picking it up because I was in 96 picking up yeah. music when you was doing solo back then. So why stop now? Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. But what what are. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else that you can yeah. share with the audience? Like, what are you still, you know, or wanting to work yeah. on? What's something that you haven't Absolutely. worked on yet that you want to? Well, you know what? Other than being a, a, a music factory, a record plant, and a uh, and a and a book factory, um, definitely uh, the 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 uh, the recreational. I'm saying I'm gonna say recreational marijuana is okay. one of the avenues because, of course, as you can see, Crazy Bone has tapped into that with his Leaves of Legend. Yep. yep, brand that he's right. created with him and his partners with the what they with his uh, new uh, new strain that he just come up with his mm-hmm. first of the month strain. I support that heavily, and that's what I've been doing with respects to my own traveling in the United States and uh, and touring the weed dispensaries. Not only the weed dispensaries, but the smoke shop as well. I encourage all of that heavily. That's what's up. So. Um, and and be, uh, the grow facilities as well and everything, learning how they work from top to bottom. Yeah. Um, because, you know, one of the things that I do, um, um, Diggy, is that that I like I, I grow some of, my own, some of my own vegetables. I like to. So the same way I, I think in mind that one way or the other, um, the same way they have their grow facilities to grow marijuana. I envision being able to grow fruits and vegetables and inside instead of having outdoor farming, indoor farming. Yeah. And which they do have. They have a lot of indoor farming, but I'm talking about extensive indoor farming, farming that does the whole the the whole lighting and watering for trees, not just for vine plants or potted plants or that stuff, that nature. So these are some of the things that that I'm envisioning. Okay. And uh, and, uh, along with uh, along with, of course, it still has to tap into the not so much. So 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 everybody's talking about medicinal marijuana, but Mm -hmm. that's cool. But I didn't. I I don't smoke marijuana for the medicinal purposes. <laughs> I smoke marijuana 
for recreation, recreational brother. purposes, <laughs> <laughs> recreational purposes. I don't smoke weed, all that medicinal stuff. That's cool for the people that do it medicinally. And I support that and uh, encourage that too. But no, nah, man, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in it for the recreational aspect of it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, and that's why I'm going to be, and that's why I'm involved with it right now. And, uh, trying to partner up and, uh, and, and have our own facilities. And, uh, there will be an official bone thugs and harmony grow and, um, uh, 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 dispensary. Okay. Owned completely by bone thugs and harmony in the near future. So that's one of the things that we can look forward to also, um, definitely that. So, so that's one of the main major situations that I want everybody to pay attention to in the near future is a bone thugs and harmony, um, recreational dispensary facilities all across the money. Let's get this money. Yeah. Flash. Let's get Let's it. Get the money. You know what's so bug? Yeah. What's so bug? I think is I'm thinking as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking about, uh, East 1999 with butt smokers only. And oh, to, yeah. to think of, to think of weed, you know, as a bad thing in 95, you know, fast right. forward, you know, 20 plus years later, it's going to be, it's going to be legalized. Come on. It's going to be, yeah. Legalized yeah it's, across the board. Let's stop playing. It's lit. Let's go it's, ahead and just legalize illegal. it so we can have it. It's but, pretty I mean, much legal. It's just, it's just crazy to think about how we looked at it back then to where it is now. I think it's incredible, man. Right. It is. Man, incredible. it has been an yeah. absolute pleasure, my good brother, sitting here and soaking all I the appreciate it, Diggy. blessed with me and our audience today. And I'm going to give you the opportunity, the floor, to close us out. Who are your shout outs going to, sir? Shout your people out. Well, you man. know what? I want to go to, bro. I want to first shout out, you know, God bless and rest in peace, uh, DMX that we just recently lost, uh, Shot G, we just recently lost, a lot of celebrities that we just recently lost, Hank Aaron just recently passed, Marvin Marvelous Hagler just recently passed, several others. I wanted to send my condolence and love to the uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of people that got sick due to the, the COVID train that they caught and everything. And may God bless and give strength and security to, and, and the, to those that were able to survive it and overcome it. I want to encourage all of my brothers and sisters to get your health right, your spirit right. right. If you haven't got on your knees and prayed to God to thank him lately, do me a favor and do yourself a favor and do your family a favor and get on your knees tonight and thank God for blessing you the breath of life and right. to be able to wake up today and to enjoy the day God created and the life that he created for you in this world he created for you and don't forget the day that he created for you to be alive thank god for that and i wanted to encourage everybody to go get your vitamins your multivitamins if you're a man if you're a woman go get you a multivitamin and take that multivitamin every single day right. i promise you It'll, it, 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 you'll be able to tell if you don't take a multivitamin, this is the advice I'm giving you. Go get a multivitamin and take that multivitamin. If you do so, there is not a virus created by no ill uh, intended person that can affect it. The stronger your immune system, the better off in life you're going to be. So your fruits and vegetables and your multivitamins. And I wanted to explain that to you guys. So I wanted to close with that. Shout out to you, Diggy, everybody that helped bring us together. Shout out to my little homie, Chris, Word. that helped make this plug happen. And uh, everybody that supported Bone Thugs and Harmony and our careers over these past going on 30-year career. We got 30 more years to go, y'all. I hope y'all continue to support our careers. Go check out my new single that I just dropped. Now, that check out the Do You album EP that dropped. 
Yeah. And uh, check that out. That's nine songs that you're going to ride with from the beginning to the end. Dedication. I, there's a single that I just dropped called Dedications that's dedicated to every last one of you, especially our loved ones that's passed away. And I want you guys to go support that song and uh, share that song with your loved ones and, uh, and uh, continue to be God conscious and uh, uh, uh inspire you know what i'm saying and because life is short and stop acting like you're gonna be living forever because you know there is look you gotta treat just like this life is very very sensitive so treat it that way okay absolutely absolutely and uh i, I look forward to the next one too diggy next time we're going to be able to do this again i want to see you grow i want to see your platform grow and uh likewise and uh you know, you know, Godspeed and God bless you guys. Appreciate it, brother. And it's been a pleasure. It is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Flesh and Bone on the Diggy A2 platform. It has been an honor and distinct privilege hanging out with you today, my good sir. And hopefully uh, the individuals that are listening and are watching today uh, that get at least if they didn't learn anything else. They learned that life is short. Life is precious. And you got to enjoy your life while you're still on the planet and take the most of your uh, opportunities as they come your way. So that's all the time we have this week. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a good one. I'll see you on next time. Wonderful zero. Peace.